starting recording and it's telling me to tell you so you don't sue me. Calling my lawyer. Rocky. Right now, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. He like bursts through the door with like big thick rim glasses on and a notepad. <laughs> Rocky went to paw school. <laughs> and that's Wow. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, me and Megan were just chatting before this, but we were saying, also, if you hear a dog in the background, for the first time, it's not Rocky. It's this tiny, teeny little baby Yorkie I'm watching, and his name is Biggie. It could very likely be Rocky, too. But, you know, we'll let you determine whether it's Rocky or Biggie. Ooh. New Ooh. game. <laughs> Send us your votes in my DMs. No, don't. Okay, that's a, that's something that we and Megan were talking about. Do not send me anything else in my DMs right now because I'm very overwhelmed by all the DMs I'm getting over this Kylie Jordan, Tristan, Chloe thing. I'm not going to talk about it in depth right now because that's what Sunday's episode's for, but um, Megan yeah. talked about how this it's, is like the worst week for this to happen. It's been a very stressful week, and we were just saying, how are we supposed to talk about The Bachelor at a time like this? But I will say that I applaud you, Morgan, for your commitment to the cause because you guys, I texted Morgan like yesterday evening. It's just like, all right, what's going on with, because I was starting to see like things happening. I was just like, okay, so what's going on with Jordan, Tristan and Chloe? And then I was going to a workout class. I put my phone down for like an hour. I come back, I had 25 text messages and like six Instagram DMs from her explaining everything to me I was like oh lord but yes, I appreciate I, your commitment and go-to source um literally everyone who's ever come in contact with me I'm their go-to source for any Kardashian related gossip and I mean yeah I mean it's pretty impressive that you could have a 25 text message conversation with yourself and then I also thank you for doing the rounds on Twitter as well, because as I was scrolling through my feed today, any like funny tweet that I saw about this situation, I saw because you had already liked it. <laughs> so yeah. you literally just did what I was going there to do. And I was like, oh, Morgan's been here. Morgan's been here. Morgan's been here. And then I saw that one about Lamar Odom and I was just like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Put the phone down. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you so much, Megan, for showing your appreciation. I feel like um, people often use me and I get no appreciation back. You guys, this wears on my soul, okay? <laughs> Trying to keep all of you guys updated is aging me. And, like, I also want to say that I'm also impressed with myself because, I was, as I was just telling Megan, this is truly the worst week to, for this to happen because right now I'm training with, like, my bosses. So I can't have my phone with me. So for eight hours of the day, I'm in the dark about anything that's happening. Megan's actually the one that <clears throat> put this on my radar yesterday. Because I know. I was so surprised. Like when I had sent her that text, that was the first she heard of it because she hadn't been on her phone. But yeah, let me tell you, she caught up. She caught up <laughs> real fast. I, was say, I caught up in less than half a second. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, yesterday when I got off work, I like looked at my phone for like the first time time all day and the amount you guys the amount of messages I had on every <laughs> single social media platform was terrifying and as soon as I would answer all of them like as soon as I'd be like okay cool all Twitter messages are done I would like go to Instagram and there'd be like 20 and I'd like answer all those and then I'd like go to my text and there'd be like 
45 fucking text messages. Like, I was, like, putting out fires all night long. You know, not all heroes wear capes. I know. And I just want to remind everyone that... Except you uh, do wear capes. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, I do. Um, But fashion capes. Um, I just want to remind everyone that... I'm on the job 24-7 as pop culture doesn't stop. So I'm on the pop culture clock nonstop. And I don't really get paid for this. So <clears throat> I appreciate any appreciation toward me. Also, I gave Megan, because she asked me about Tristan and Jordan. <laughs> and I gave Megan a whole background on. But I spelled it right. I spelled it with a Y. I know. I feel like she just changed that low key. Um, cause I've been a ride or die for both of them for like eight years. Um, I feel like ever since I knew her, it was a why. And I like just found out who she was yesterday, actually. No, I'm just kidding. But still, she, she was never really on my radar. <laughs> well, I also gave, so Jordan is the name of Tristan Thompson's original baby mama who he cheated on Chloe or cheated on with, with Chloe. And so when she was like, what's going on with Tristan and Jordan and like Chloe? I, like, gave, in, like, a drop of a pin, within, like, three seconds, I gave Megan, like, the entire life of all three of these people. <laughs> Which, like, they, she's not, like, relevant anymore. So, I find it so weird, just, like, with no context, you just, like, didn't be, like, why, what's going on? You just, like, went into their life story, pretty much. So, she's got the facts, y'all. Yes, I'm legit. Let's all remember that one time Us Weekly featured me for a Kylie Jenner tweet. So I pretty much should be verified on Twitter. Yeah, when's that going to happen again? This is your moment. I do have a tweet floating out there right now that's doing very well. Oh, shit. I should probably go do you like it? about that. Oh, I did? Yeah, it's like about the nuclear war. Oh, yes. Yes, it's, yes. That's a good one. Yes, it's doing very well on Twitter. So we'll see how far it takes me. <clears throat> but... I'm lucky for the once in her life, Megan took notes on The Bachelor this week, and I'm so thankful for it because I actually ended up having to watch The Bachelor in two different parts today. I had to, okay, Biggie, he's like whining nonstop. Um, I had to go to Tacoma today for training, and Tacoma's like an hour and a half away, <clears throat> and I'd take a train, so I had to watch mm-hmm. it this morning halfway through. At like 6 a.m. And then I had to watch it on the bus back. And so I was taking notes. But, I mean, they're not my best quality. So I'm glad that Megan also took notes this week. It was meant to be. Okay, well, I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) Oh, no. Remember those three bullet points that I sent you? Yes. That's it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, everyone. (laughs) That was literally too much to handle. And I was like, these notes are going to be out of control if I continue. I don't have time for this. I don't have patience for this. So I stopped. (laughs) Once again, you guys, I work overtime to bring you the news you need. Yeah, I'm really just like writing your, uh, writing your efforts on a weekly basis, but not this week. So we'll just see how this goes. I can go through my first three bullet points. They were they were quite nice. <laughs> One was just said like crochet sweater. Yeah, hideous white open knit sweater. That's what it says. That was one out of the three. <laughs> they weren't uh, really they weren't really related to the uh, plot. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped five minutes in. 
I was like, one ugly sweater and I'm done (laughs) (laughs) with the whole show. (laughs) I mean, I'm still not over that sweater Spencer wore in Pretty Little Liars. And I know you know which one I'm talking about (laughs) because I could never get over it. And it was in like seven episodes. I do know which one. Um, So, yeah, this will be interesting. Do you want to kick it off? Well, um, how's your week been, by the way? Oh, gosh. We still have to talk about our weeks, even after all this. My week's been good, you know, actually pretty chill. Like I was saying last week was super crazy with work. This week is a lot more manageable. So I'm just kind of chilling. Had Monday off. Nice. What'd you do? Um, absolutely nothing. It was great. Cause I had had a pretty productive weekend. Otherwise, like I was home a lot, but I was doing shit like at home. And so Monday I was just like, I could get up and go do the same type of productive shit, or I could just move from my bed to the couch and then back to my bed and then back to the couch to watch the bachelor and then back to bed. <laughs> That's, that was my day off. And I think I needed that because I really needed to recharge after such a busy week the week before. And I really, really felt that. Yeah, you were like MIA the week before. I like feel like I didn't even talk to you at all. I know. It Aside was from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, though. But so, yeah, it was great to literally just be do nothing. <laughs> Did you watch Russian Doll? No, I Oh my god. Once I tell you what I watched instead, you're gonna No, I'm gonna lull. be pissed. You watched Friends, didn't you? <laughs> no, I got I don't know why, but I've been caught up in rewatching old seasons of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> oh my god. Like season one, like your prostitution whore. It's no, I can't really times. handle I can't handle season one. That's like too much. So I skipped season two and I got to season three. That's where Melissa comes in and like the family drama starts. And we used to love that shit. Yeah. Dude, like, when I Melissa think of, came in? Oh, yeah. I think of when we, we remember, uh, what's his name? Richie, Kathy's husband. Yeah. The weird looking guy that we would always make fun of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like really in the glory days of that show right now. Oh, and. I have, hello, Caroline Manzo, Queen Manzo. Yes, Caroline and all of her kids. Yeah, I really just love that family. And I'm thinking about starting a campaign to, like, get their return to Bravo. <laughs> yeah, because, like, what are they doing? Like, what are, her, what are her two sons doing? Do they still live at home? Um, I don't, I don't know, actually. Honestly, maybe. But he, one, the younger one has, is, like, owns or is working at or what a pizza place in Hoboken oh and I really want to go <laughs> and the older one I don't know honestly he still lives at home he doesn't post a lot and he posts like weird stuff but the daughter had home. the daughter had a baby and the daughter is married and had a baby so they always just post a lot of stuff with the baby oh really oh good for her I'm literally going off on such a tangent this has nothing to do with my week except that I'm invested in the Manzo family. <laughs> okay, well I really need you watch Russian Doll because you know me, I don't watch TV shows. So if I recommend a TV show that I've watched in full and it's new, it's good. I know, and this is so typical of me to just get caught up in rewatching some stupid thing I've watched a million times already. Yeah, but... literally the story of my life. <laughs> but anyway, it's on my list. I'll get to it. How's your week? 
fine. I'm just trying to hold it together for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> my week is outside of um my life, aka the Kardashians. It's been very crazy because, like I said, I'm like training, and so like I'm having to go all over the fucking state of Washington, and I don't drive, and it's. Ugh. I like trains. Do you you don't like trains? What what do you I, mean train? Like an Amtrak? Yeah. I, I like it, but it's, like, I don't have time to, like, waste commuting, like, an hour and a half each way every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but that is the good thing about train commuting and not, like, car commuting is that you can do shit on your commute. Yeah. Even if that shit is, like, nap or catch up on Twitter. Obviously, you can't do any of that stuff while you're driving. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's it's too much. Um Plus, I'm like, do- it's just too much because I'm like dog sitting. It's a lot. Lots happening. And then add all this drama in on it. And I just feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and then yesterday I had planned a vacation in like a span of two hours, which we got it done. It's fine. But I was like, I literally texted, I'm going to San Francisco for my birthday weekend. Ooh. And I like texted Katie and I was like, I can't deal with this right now. I'll text you back in a few hours. Because I was just like, I can't even imagine looking at flights right now while I have like 33 unread Instagram messages. True. Girls got to prioritize. Yeah. I like literally told her. I told her I was like, because she sent me like the flights and she was like, are these times good? And I literally text her back and I was like I'll have to respond to you in a few hours because I'm dealing with a crisis right now and then <laughs> on my Instagram story I like put like the like like I'm overwhelmed by the Jordan whatever situation like I'll talk all of this through on Sunday and she replied and she goes is this the crisis <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yes <laughs> oh my god she was probably so concerned if someone said that if like a friend said that to me I'd be like oh my god are you okay <laughs> No, she, I mean, she knew, because she was Except like, for if you said that to me, especially yesterday, I'd be like, nah, you're lame. You're talking yeah. about the Kardashians. Well, plus, I'm like, if I'm actually going through something, I'm just going to flat out tell you right away. Yeah, true. So, I think she knew, because she was just like, okay, get back to me, cutie. Because <laughs> <laughs> she just knew that I was like, I just talk in, like, generalizations, and, like, I talk in, like, exaggerations. Yeah. So I feel like everyone close to me just knows that by now. But yeah. So that's been my week. I mean, it's been good. I did get like a really great compliment today at work. Mm-hmm. So I had a train with this woman who's been with a company for like forever and she trains. So like when she trains, because I trained with like seven different people so far. But like what she does is she like does like the role playing. So like she's like, okay, talk to me like I'm a patient and go over all my information with me because that's like the most important part of my job. Oh, God. Yeah, but that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. But, like... I the mean, training part of it, not actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was scheduled with, to do that with her for, like, three days. And it, it was four, but they, like, moved it down because I was like, I'm going on vacation, and, like, this is too much for me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got it down in, like, the first hour, and she was like, in my 11 years of training every person in this company like you're the person that has got it down the best and the fastest wow and I was like oh my god (laughs) that is a pretty high compliment I know in 11 years you know how many people she's got over this with a ton 
So I was feeling pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. Good job. Snaps from Morgan. You're just on fire yeah. this week. I really am. You know what? Stress really builds me because I live off stress. I like thrive off stress. Yes. I typically work very well under stress too. Yeah. Anyways, so that's me. Um, so I guess we can just get into the batch, which, why did this have to be the week where it's like so dramatic? I know. And in case anyone was wondering, someone wore a very ugly white open knit sweater. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to let them down. Give them the bad news. What bad news? Oh, no. I know. <laughs> All right, there, there's no fence jump. Let's just get out, this out of the way yes, now. Yes. Last week's scenes really made it seem like it was going to happen this week. So I'm super annoyed that they played he, me like that. He tweeted. Who? Colton. That it was what? Going to happen this week? Yeah. He, remember you sent me that Oh, tweet? yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I told you next week is going to be the fence jump? So I actually read a spoiler about the fence jump. Oh and, my but God. I was hoping the spoiler would be wrong, but then since it didn't, so because I was like, oh, it's going to happen next week, then it's obviously wrong. And so then when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I don't know what it is. Dramatic. I don't want to know what it is, but. Oh. Gonna, huh? Like, I'm not going to tell you, but it's very dramatic. So I was like, oh, it's probably wrong. And it's going to be next week. And then. Next week? No. Like, this was me last week. Oh. And then it didn't happen, and I was like, oh, no, it's true. Oh, gosh. Wait, but it, is it, it's good? It's good. Oh, shit? Yeah, it's real good. He talked about it a little bit on <laughs> Caitlin Bristow's podcast this week. Ding, ding, ding. There's her mention. I know. I'm so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but he did. <laughs> and he didn't really, obviously, he didn't really spoil anything about it. He basically, it just, he made it seem like it was real. Like, it was a real reaction that he had that he just wanted to, like, get the fuck away. It is! Yeah, so that kind of takes away any type of, because, you know, at one point we were just like, oh, he's probably, like, jumping over to get, like, a ball, you know? Yeah. But it's definitely real. And, Lord, I can't wait. But you know what? We do have to wait. <laughs> yes. But not that long. I mean, next week's already hometown. This, I feel like this has been... I was going to say, I feel like this has been flying through, but that's because he sends, like, 12 people home at night. Yeah, no, this season really does feel faster than most. And hometown week is my favorite week, with the exception of fence jump week. It hasn't even happened yet, but I know it's going to be my favorite. But hometowns are my favorite. I think my favorite episodes are actually the, um, the tell-alls. Oh, you like that? Oh, I love those. Oh my god, I was just thinking how lame this women tell all is gonna be. Cause yeah, like who are any of things, the women? <laughs> I love the tell alls because it's like when people are like you can like see in the confessional and then they're like there next to the person <laughs> like watching it. Yeah, like, it's pretty good. Say that. Yeah, I guess they're right. It depends on the cast. But then, you yeah. know, there's always that person who, like, wasn't on camera, who's just like, oh, shit, I didn't get any camera time. Now I'm going to get it and, like, speaks up and everyone's just like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, I know you're just a seat filler. Yeah. You're not on the show. <laughs> you're just excited for the triumphant return of Tracy. <laughs> oh, my God, Tracy! 
guys hear me tapping on my phone? Sorry, I forgot to bring my laptop. Are you there? Sorry, I was, I was on, I was disconnected for a bit. Yeah. (laughs) But half a second, didn't even notice. Oh, you didn't? No. No, I shouldn't have said anything. Just nodded and said yes. (laughs) Um, so the episode opens up with him having like a confessional to a camera and he's his favorite thing. Yeah. He loves doing that, actually. He said that on Caitlin Bristow's podcast. Yeah, I feel like he, like, wants to be a YouTube vlogger. Yeah, he, he, I mean, I kind of get it. He was just like, I want to seem real. I want people to know that this is me, and that felt like an authentic way to do this. He's just like, these were my videos, my ideas. Sometimes I would talk for, like, ten minutes to that, you know? Like, so I guess I get his point, but I just didn't think they looked kind of weird in, like, such an edited format like this. Yeah, agreed. Um, so he opens up to his vlog camera about how he's, like, still in his feelings from last week because three girls got sent home when every girl that got sent home, or, like, sent themselves home, whatever, um, they all told him, like, someone's not here for the right reasons, you have to be careful, blah, 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 blah. So he's still, like, having stress from that because that's, like, his biggest fear, as he'll tell you every five seconds about <laughs> going on this. He talks, he says that a lot. I'm sorry. I know. I think he's very insecure. Is that the right word for this? Insecure, like, about the process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, so this week they're all in Denver, which is where he lives. Um. Cute. Yeah, and they all get to go and meet his dog. It's like an old black lab. His yeah, it's <laughs> He has two dogs, apparently, but only one got the camera time. The other one's fiercely private. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then the first girl to get a one-on-one is Tasia. Um, let me, you guys should guess what she was wearing. <laughs> An ugly white open knit sweater. Megan, take the lead. It's your turn. <laughs> That's literally the extent of my notes. <sighs> so she was wearing a white sweater. It was like crochet, open knit, whatever. It was like off the shoulder, and she was wearing like a cami, like a white cami from like wet seal underneath. Um, yeah, it honestly probably wasn't even that hideous. And I'm sure throughout the whole duration of this season, someone has worn something uglier than that. But for some reason, this was just the first time I noticed it. And I was like, oh, oh, Those were also, those noises were also in her notes. And so they just like, they just like dwell around Denver they, like, get some ice cream. They, like, buy some salmon. I don't know. Okay. This is like- no, here's here's the second part of my notes. Second and last part of my notes. Okay. They were, in, and you're getting there anyway, but sorry, I'm interrupting. They went to this, like, market place. Like, it's, it's like, kind of like an open-air market, and that's where they're doing all this shit, like, buying and sampling food. And then they sit down and to eat, like, at a bar or something, and I swear they had... But I don't even think they were mic'd up because the background noise was so loud of like other people in that market. You could barely hear what they were saying. Like, how did that 
how did that get made? Like, how did someone let that happen? <laughs> Wait, I'm having, I'm having a flashback to the notes you sent me. <laughs> I know. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> I'm pulling it up. Boom, my God. I said, Mike Boy is back with shitty sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor guy. I know. I was like, how does... How do people make shows like this? You you literally can't hear. And Colton's about to confront her about like the most important conversation ever. And all you can hear are people and like forks clinging in the background. I don't think I noticed. I was listening on my headphones though. Maybe that helped, but on TV it was just like a lot of other people <laughs> shuffling around in the background. Man. Well, boom, my guy's gonna be Shipped away to paradise again, I guess. <laughs> I know. Um, and so, yeah, he does confront her because he brings up, up, like, listen, like, three girls last week told me that, like, there's people in the house that aren't here for the right reasons. Like, what's the sitch? And she just, ugh! Yeah. No. Like, was like, well, I don't trust Cassie and Kaylin, and they're already talking about being the Bachelorette and, like, what parties they're going to go to and, like, what celebrities they're going to meet and how they're, like, not ready for marriage. Like, it's, it sounded like such that. a, it sounded like, yeah, it sounded like such a rehearsed answer. Yeah. Like, it's like, just, like, go ahead. nowhere, I feel like. Yeah, it's like she just had to t- pick. Like, he asked her. He did kind of, like, put her on the spot. And she just, it's like she just picked the two front runners. Like, it seems so obvious that she picked the two front runners to throw under the bus. Yeah. Like, the biggest competition. Yeah. Agreed. So. Um, and so then she, like, lets him know this. And he's, like, shocked and hurt and confused and scared because his biggest fear about being on the show is that someone will be there for the wrong reasons. He, too, work. feels hoodwinked, bamboozled, and led astray. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he, he reminds her again that his biggest fear about going on the show is that someone's not going to be ready for marriage at the end of it. Which yep. we know. We've heard. <laughs> and so then they go and have dinner at his like apartment. I guess, and he, like, cooks the salmon they bought. (laughs) Whatever. That was Uh, definitely, like, a model home condo. (laughs) Yeah, it was bizarre. That was no way that was his apartment. I literally put apartment parentheses question mark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was way too... I have no idea where the fuck they are. Yeah, it literally looked like a staged home. And it probably was. Yeah. Because he probably li- sleeps, like, on a futon. <laughs> it's, like, no furniture. You know how, like, men live in, yes. like, their, like, bachelor apartments? Yes, I do know. One leather recliner in the living- center of the living room. <laughs> and, like, the world's largest TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then they are, like, talking over dinner, and she like talks about how she's not sure if her dad would be on board with Colton because she doesn't know if her dad will be on board with any new guy in her life because her family didn't like how her last relationship ended and you think that she's talking about her engagement 
But Megan found some gossip about her. And take it away, Megan. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Um, Us Weekly on Instagram posted something about how Tasia, it's been revealed that Tasia had a boyfriend, like, up until the night before she left for the show. And so. So, like, what a little snake. We knew we couldn't trust her. And she had been, I mean, I assume right here she was talking about her previous engagement. She was, her family wasn't happy about how that ended. I kind of forgot about this boyfriend thing. Oh, but I assume is the, does, I assume that probably comes out later and may or may not have something to do with the fence jump. Okay. <laughs> um, does it? No, don't tell. Okay. <laughs> or do tell. I don't know. I can't see your face. <laughs> <laughs> my face is literally just me with my eyes closed. Uh, <laughs> Waiting for me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. no, I'm just thinking about. My, to be honest, I was just thinking about my milkshake that I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird. <laughs> it's just sitting on the table, and I just can't wait to eat it. Um. So yeah, so she like had a boyfriend all the up until literally like the night before she left to go on the show. Which means she auditioned for the show when she had a boyfriend. Which means, like, literally the night before, she had to be like, oh, by the way, I'll be gone for 12 weeks. Looking for a husband. (laughs) On a television show that you'll see me on. I mean, Tasia is a snake. Yeah, she's a snake, 100%. She started off cutesy fun in the beginning, but then as things were on, we, we called it, we said it, you called it, probably. But... She's very manipulative. Yes. Yeah, she reminds me of Kelsey Poe a lot. Because she just is like, she just says things and you can tell, like, it doesn't affect her. Yeah, I mean, I will tell you, I was getting serious Kelsey Poe vibes from Kerpa later in this episode, too. Oh my god, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, um, eventually. Just, she keeps talking about how her dad is, like, hard on new guys and how he's apprehensive and blah, 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 blah. And then Colton's like, okay, well, I'm not going to propose to anyone if I don't have their dad's approval because I'm old-fashioned, which I have my own opinions on that, but we won't get into it. Um, I know. And she's like, well, just be yourself and, like, they'll love you. It's like, girl, you're lying to him and you're being manipulative right now. If you Mm -hmm. know that he can't get your dad's approval, then don't, like, lead him on. Yeah, it's like she's, she's, you're right. She's totally manipulating him. She's like trying to, I don't know what she's trying to like make of this, but I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the dad situation. I mean, it's yeah. obvious that Tasia's not going to win anyway, so it doesn't really matter if her dad wants <laughs> him to marry her or not. Yeah. Um, And so then she gets like the date rose and then they like, he gives her a tour of his, apartment and she like puts on his jersey that has like underwood written on the back and he's Ew, like, that was turned like... on by that because what men are whatever and that was weird that was like <laughs> weird oh I don't know I, ew, I don't know that gave me the yeah. heebies yes yeah, same and so then he was like she put on my jersey and said underwood and I could just like see our future like her taking my last name and then they was like 
made out on his bed, like in his jersey. Yeah, he definitely had a fat boner. Oh yeah. What do you think his dick is like? <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that right after I said that. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever even considered that he has one. <laughs> I'm sure it's nice, right? Uh, I truly can't even imagine because I'm I just can't imagine like this is truly the first time that I'm like oh yeah (laughs) I mean I don't think we'll ever know to be honest and that's a-okay with me but I'm sure it's perfectly perfect perfectly you know what I'll give I'll give her one benefit of the doubt that if Demi had taken his v-card we would know all the details and now I wish she had true true damn it Demi you had one job. <laughs> yeah, maybe if your mom hadn't gotten out of federal prison at the worst time, we could have had this. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, and then in a confessional, Colton says that he's falling in love with Taza. And I was like, what the fuck? I know. I'm like, how? Also, does she have a personality? No, I don't. I don't know. She just seems... To be that very like cutesy type of girl who's like always on, if you know what I mean. But never on enough either. You know what I mean? Like she's always just, on, I- as in like energetic, like nice energy, but not on in a way that's like a personality. Yeah. That was rude, but I meant it. <laughs> she's rude. Yeah. Uh- and so then the girls back at the hotel get the next date card and Kaylin, my number one girl, gets a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And on their one-on-one, Colton like teaches her how to snowboard and they're Which in love with F that. What? F that. Oh yeah. That's not just like something you go do. <laughs> Yeah, that, like, takes, like, a lot of practice, and, like, it's very frustrating. Yeah, like, it's probably not your best. I mean, I imagine if, if like, a guy were to put me in that position, I would do it, but I'd probably be seriously, like, grumpy at times. <laughs> well, you fall over and over. Yeah, I'd be frustrated with him, I'd be frustrated with myself, I would be in pain, I would be embarrassed, like, I... D- I just run the gamut of emotions, and that's a lot to handle on, like, a date. Yeah. Um, they were in Loveland, Colorado, and I lived there for a year, if anybody was interested. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're famous. Um, what? You're famous. I know. Listen, I know. Um, so, yeah, he teaches her how to snowboard, and they have fun, and then afterwards, they're, like, just hanging out on the mountain, I guess. And he, like, confronts her and was like, listen, Tasia said all this stuff about you yesterday, like, that you're just here to be the next Bachelorette, which we all know she's going to be the next Bachelorette, and that you're, like, not ready to get married. And... Colton just ratting hard again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Zero chill Colton. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, well, that's, like, not true. Like, she's just denying it. And she's just, like, that, like, has, like, literally never happened. 
Like, I, I don't get, like, why she would tell you that. Um, she gets very upset, like, visibly, that this could potentially ruin her chances with him over something that's... Oh. Yeah. Like, she's very flustered. She, like, just doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And then they go to dinner. And it's um, sort of... Oh. Wait, on the mountain... This is the part where she like says to the camera something about like she kind of she gets really flustered and like heated. You're right. Yeah. And then she says something to the camera. She's like, I'm gonna confront that stupid bitch. And like she like drops like an F bomb or something. Yeah. And it was like very it was quite a moment from Kaylin, who's typically up till now been very like soft spoken and like very pageant girl vibes where she's just everything seems buttoned up and like well spoken. She really kind of let loose for a moment. And I kind of really, liked it. It felt authentic. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, she really showed, like, that, like, she's mad and, like, this is, like, unfair to her. Um, what was that? That was my water bottle. That was weird. Oh, my God. Um, she, yeah, she was like, if I get sent home from this, I'm going to call Kaja out for being a dumb bitch. <laughs> like, hell yeah, Kaylin. I know. Apparently some people on Twitter, like, weren't happy about the fact that she, like, called her a bitch or something. She was really like, oh, women supporting women. But it's like, you know what? She was she was upset. People and do a lot of like, things when they're upset. Yeah. And, like, if you're gonna act like a bitch, you're gonna be called out for being a bitch. Sorry. Yeah. Don't act like a bitch if you don't want to be called a bitch. Yeah, and you can't blame Kaylin for not supporting other women when another woman just threw her under the bus, clearly in a non-supportive way. For, like, no reason. And yeah. also, if you're a woman who gets offended by being called a bitch, then you're not living enough. Let me tell you that. <laughs> um, <and> then, <laughs> well, what? Like, you know how many times I've been called a bitch? That's basically my name now. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Grow up and move on. You can't please right. everyone. Um, as people are literally listening to this and they're like, God, she sounds like a bitch. I <laughs> am one. And so then they go to dinner, and she says, like, it's, like, starts off awkward, and he's, like, how are you? And she's, like, not great. And she was just, like, I just, like, don't understand, like, why someone would lie and, like, ruin this for me. Like, if I didn't want to be here, like, I would leave. Like, I wouldn't be putting myself through all of this if I didn't want to get married at the end of it. She she was, like, there's no point for me to be here if I don't want to get married. And then she said that she, like, wants to build a family with him and all that. And he's just like, okay, cool. He's, like, smitten with her again. He gives her the group, or he gives her the date rose. And then. I mean, he has such strong feelings for her. He has to believe her when she says that. Like, you know, he can't just be scared of everything forever. Right. And it's like, he has to realize, too, although I feel like men aren't as self like aware of things like this when it's like yeah the girl who's giving them like the most competition is obviously gonna throw them under the bus you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. like, yeah I don't think he thought of it from the perspective that Tasia could potentially be doing that you know yeah like they're clearly the biggest threat Cassie and Kaylin because like why would you randomly pull those two they're clearly the biggest threats to everyone in the house except actually it's his dad is it his dad that says something later uh-huh, about that right that I think had like a really big effect on him and I like totally agreed with it and yeah. spoiler alert his dad shows up later in the episode 
Um, I do have, I know you're getting to your favorite part <laughs> of yes. the whole show ever, but right. I do have something to say before you get there. Okay. About this whole, like, oh, someone's talking about being the bachelorette thing. At oh, yes. Point, yeah, let's go at, into this because I have a lot to say. At this point, yeah, I figured I'd go into this at some point. I don't know when because it kind of comes up again later. But, like, at this point in the show, or ever going on this show, is it that absurd to mention at some point the possibility of being the bachelorette? No. 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 I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it depends on the context and how it was brought up. If but like, when you walking have... around, if someone's walking around being like, "Fuck this show, fuck Colton," I'm only here to be the Bachelorette. That's one thing. But if you get to a certain point and you're just kind of like, the odds are one in whatever that I'm gonna be, that he's gonna pick me. The odds are against me. So in that case, I don't get picked. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to be the Bachelorette. I think that's totally normal. I think so too. And also like, um. Like I, we've talked about, like, they don't have television, they don't have music, they don't have books, nothing. So it's like, all you have to do is talk. And so, and you're with a bunch of girls. You don't think the conversation was like, out of the remaining girls here, who do you think would be the bachelorette? Like, mm-hmm. that's going to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether that happens or not, I don't think that, if it, even if it did, there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I agree. And I, yeah. Exactly. I totally agree. And also, just just throw it in there, fuck Tasia. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tasia would never be the bachelorette. No. She, she has no personality. She doesn't have the range. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so then, after they go to dinner and he gives her the rose, they, like, walk down. They're, I guess they're near the Red Rock Amphitheater, because they go to the Red Rock Amphitheater, which, if you've ever seen a concert in Denver... Or have known of a concert in Denver. It's probably there. Um, and there's a private concert waiting for them by country singer <laughs> Brett Young. Who, I actually knew this song. I don't know if I would like hear this song on the radio and be like, oh yeah, that's Brett Young. But no, I, I knew this song. And it was kind of cool. I mean, if you're going to have a lame private concert, it should probably be in the Red Rocks theater because that's really cool yeah it was definitely a really cool date but you guys know how i love those private concerts and this one actually was private it was just them and the band yeah so that's the cool part because there's no one else there yeah and it, it was a good song i mean i'm not gonna lie i have no idea who that is and i've never heard that song in my life yeah but... wait and now i can't even think of the song but i knew that i knew it at the time but like if you asked me to sing it to you now i couldn't <laughs> also i think kayla knew who he was because she seemed very excited Probably. I mean, yeah, he's definitely kind of like an up-and-comer. I don't know. Brett, wait, what's his name? Brett Young? Yeah. Okay, so there's also a, that country artist, Brett Eldridge, and then there's Chris Young. So, like, come on. Like, you're just recycling names here. I can't keep all of them straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's a lot. PSA to Brett Young. Change your name or we will sue you. <laughs> Um, we have a lawyer who went to paw school twice in one episode. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> uh, and so they're back at the house. 
Kaylin confronts that snake bitch Tasia, and <laughs> she's a snake bitch. And she basically was just like, okay, so like when she was talking to Colton, she was like, she was stating these things as if they were facts that she had heard herself. She was like, they're going around talking about being the next bachelorette. They're going around talking about how they're not ready for marriage. Blue, 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 blue. And so then when Kaylin confronts her, she was just like, you know, after Katie left and Colton said that Katie had said that there's girls to look out for, you and Kaylin were, or you and Kathy were the only two that kind of got defensive. And so me and the other girls just kind of got the vibe that you're not here for the right reasons and you're not ready to be married. So it's like, so you just made up all this shit and told Colton just because you got a vibe? Dude, I would freak out. Tasha's lucky that bitch is the only thing that Kaylin called her. I would freak out. Yeah, Kaylin, or whatever her snake hoes <laughs> is lucky that Kaylin is like a pretty put together girl who's just like, okay. Because <laughs> I would like, yeah, like you said, I would freak the fuck out on her. Yeah, she brought that um, pageant face back and she was, you could tell she was just like keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. And she did. Because, I mean, like, what is she going to do? Like, like, I mean, we say we'd freak out, but honestly, what good would that have done in this situation? I don't know. She she had to keep calm in order to make sure that she gets the spot as Bachelorette. Um. <laughs> <laughs> True. I Also, I think she's keeping calm, too, because she's, like, that she kind of knows that she's got it in the bag with him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At least and I think then, she knows that she is like final two material. Oh yeah. Um and so then she um was like, Okay, well you don't know when I'm gonna get like if I'm ready to get married. Like no one knows that but me. Like I'm the only person who like knows what's in my heart and if I'm like ready to get married. So you can't just go telling people like Colton that when you have no idea. And then she, she was just like, well, like, whatever. Like, Tasia was just, like, acting like, I didn't want to talk about it. And he, like, asked and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you just, like, made shit up out of nowhere. Which at, like, is, drop of a hat. Which brings another point. It's like, no one can say when someone else is ready to get married. Like, who are yeah. you? The only yeah. person you should say is ready to get married is the person you're marrying and you should probably hope and assume that they are ready to get married but like you don't have to make that decision for anyone else (laughs) besides yourself and also here's another thing you're allowed to be engaged for however fucking long you want this isn't on the last episode they have a wedding this is at the last episode get engaged you can be engaged for two years yeah, and obviously it probably happens a lot faster than it would for some of these couples. But that's, like, the thing. It's the engagement, because it's part of this, kind of, like, part of what they signed up for. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, not the best example right now, but Caitlin and Sean mm-hmm. were <laughs> I know. We're engaged for, like, over three years. So mm-hmm. it's like, you don't have to get married the second the show ends. So it's like, are you ready to be engaged now? And it's like, well, anybody can be engaged. It's pretty much a boyfriend with a ring. Yeah, and I, like, this obviously isn't the goal with all this stuff, but it's like, you can also end an engagement. 
Yeah. You can end you can you can end any relationship. But like you can end an engagement. It's not like it can't it can happen. It does happen and it probably will happen in this case to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that's so stupid. Um but anyway, so then there's another one-on-one date and Hannah Beast, Roll Tide, Alabama, crazy psycho. She gets How it. is she still even there? I don't know. Also, later in the episode, Heather talks, and I was like, Heather, how did you... You snuck in here, I swear to God. Dude, I know. I was like, you're still here? There are like six or seven girls left, right, at this point, and Heather is one of them. I had that thought every single time she was on camera in this episode. She didn't even say much, but they would just show her face, and I'd be like, damn, never been kissed girl, did it right. There was like one point when they were like naming who's going to be on the date card later on. And then, yeah, they, like, panned to Heather, and I was like, Heather? Yeah. Girl, Whatever, good for her. Yeah, good for her. Um, so, yeah, Hannah Beast, she gets a one-on-one, and he takes her to meet his family at his dad's house. Yeah, he, did not, he did not tell her or did not warn her or anything, just showed up at his parents' house. Was that his mom or her stepmom? Um, wait, so weren't there two couples there? I thought that was his brother. Oh, I honestly don't know if I was paying that close of attention. I thought it was his dad and his stepmom and, and his mom and his stepdad. Oh. And I was like, it's wow, that's healthy. <laughs> well, I think he has said that they're all friends, maybe. Oh. Do I care? That's... No. Um, and so... Yeah, he, like, meets, or she, like, meets his family. She's, like, uncomfortably awkward and nervous. She's wearing a crop top. (laughs) She's wearing a crop top. It's a very cropped top with very, like, dare I say, low-rise jeans. I'm just saying, I think that's totally okay. She looks great. She has a bang and bod. But that's the reason why men should communicate. And I get that it wasn't up to Colton in this situation, but I'm sure that if she knew she was going to meet his family, she probably would have worn something different. Oh, 100%. Um, and so, yeah, they just, like, go over to his house. It's, like, or his dad's house. It's, like, super awkward. You know when you're, like, very nervous and you can't stop smiling? Like, you have a weird smile that, like, you try to stop and you, like, your mouth just goes into that smile? <laughs> well, that that's just her. That's how she is always, but it was, like, elevated in this situation. Yeah, like, my cheeks hurt for her. I know. Her teeth are, like, dry. Like, her teeth haven't touched saliva in so long, they're, like, bone dry. Yeah, and I swear one of her crazy eyes was, like, twitching. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he kind of just, like, I don't know, this date was so weird. I feel like nothing really happened. Um, so he, like, takes her in, and he, like, introduces her to everyone, and then he was like, okay, me and my dad are gonna go outside, so. I know, it's like he wasted this date. It's like he wasted a date to just have time with his family and to get advice on, like, the other girls from his parents, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Like, he just can't, well, we'll, we'll find out why in a little bit. But it's like he just kind of needed like a throwaway date. Yeah. 
Um, and so then he just, like, leaves her inside with his family while he goes and, like, talks with his dad. Poor thing. I know. And, um, so she, like, talks to his mom, slash maybe stepmom, who knows. And she's pretty much saying that, like, she's told him that he she loves him. He hasn't said anything back. Um, she's, like, ready to be all in with him. And you can tell, I feel like you could tell his mom was kind of just, like, Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I know. His family was very nice, but you're right. I get that. <laughs> they yeah, were probably yeah. just like, they, they probably knew that she wasn't going to be the one. I think that's it. Yeah. And you could tell his mom was just like, what are you doing? Like, her. To her, not mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you love this guy, and, like, he hasn't sent it back, and there's, like, three, or, like, 15 other women, and you're like, you know, it just felt like... She was just like, why are you doing this? Yeah, Hannah just seemed really, like, eager the whole time. Too eager. Yeah, exactly. Uncomfortably Awkward, Awkwardly eager. eager. Or, like, makes you uncomfortable. Eager beaver. Oh, yeah. Isn't, isn't that a thing? An eager beaver? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of looks like a beaver. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. She's perfect for that. Um... And so then Colton's outside talking with his dad. He says that he's, like, not sure if he, like, feels the same way about Hannah. Um, but then he's also like, okay, but listen to this shit, dad. <laughs> All Let girls- me talk about the other girls, the real girls. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and he's like, you know, there's, like, rumors going around that some of the girls, like, might not be there for the right reasons. And I just, like, don't know who to believe because... I trust all these women, and I care about all of them, and I'm falling for the three involved in the drama. And his dad basically was just like, okay, well, you can't, like, trust what other people say, especially about, like, other people. Like, you just have to make your own judgments and, like, follow your heart and, like, listen to your own self and be like, do I believe that? Is it worth, like, losing this person over? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, like, at what point of, like, being a parent do you just come up with shit like this? (laughs) You know, like, I feel like this is the type of advice that only, like, a parent could give. Like, where do you get that in life? (laughs) Like, does it just hit you one day when you have a kid that you're wise AF? I feel like just through, like, life. You know, I feel like I I have so much advice just because I'm like, listen, already been there, been through it. Don't, you don't need to do it. Not worth it. Next. Like, yeah. And I guess at this point, his dad is probably familiar with this process for his son. So he kind of knows what to say a little bit more. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. This I is the of... third time around on one of these shows. I know. I didn't think of that. But I guess that makes a difference. But anyway, it was like really good advice. And he's just like, you need to think that that might say more about that person than it does about the people that she's talking about. Yeah. Did I say that right? Does that make sense? Yes. So. What you say about me says more about you. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yes, Mr. Yes. Bruce Willis, because Colton's dad looks like Bruce Willis. Sure does. <laughs> he sure does. Um, and so then he's pretty much like, okay, let me go break up with this bitch. I'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs> and so then he like, takes her so out. He's probably like, oh, Hannah's still here? Oh, well, alright, I guess we can go now. 
Um, and so, yeah, he, like, drives her to dinner. They, like, have dinner in, like, this uh, airplane hangar. Whatever. Okay, I don't know what it was about this episode that made me realize that they're wearing ugly things. But oh. can, can we talk about her dress? Oh, her remember. dress with the shorts. The fact that you don't openly remember it shocks me. The dress, the pink dress with the shoulders. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. Like, that was straight out of Wet Seals prom collection. From 1989. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty bad. I feel like if it had different shoulders, it would have been cute. Yeah, I was almost okay with the shoulders. They were a lot, but you need to do one or the other. You need to do shoulders in a different material slash color, like in a different fabric, or no shoulders in that pink shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if that was just, like, a spaghetti strap dress with, like, that twist in the middle and a slit in that pink fabric, whatever. I don't like the pink and I don't like the fabric, but it would have been okay. But with the long sleeves and the shoulders and the ruching and the slit and the pink and the metallic, it was a lot. And the thing is also is like, that's like not her brand. I know. I was so shocked. It was very like, I mean, I want to say fashion forward, but like not because it was hideous. But like it was, it was a lot of like, look, and she's, but then again, is that her brand? Remember when I sent you that picture and she was wearing just, like, a bra with a mesh top? No, because you can tell it's not her brand. Because if that outfit was on someone whose brand that was, I wouldn't have even taken, like, a second glance at it. True. But she's like, Instagram outfits that, like, are not her brand. Listen, wear whatever you feel comfortable in. But I will tell you guys that if you wear anything out of your wheelhouse and you're not 100% confident in it, it shows. That's a good point. She's probably 100% confident in Roll Tide t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, I like to just wear my hair up in my tee, in my jeans. And And that's fine. But that's why this dress was like, whoa, like came out of left field. And it was, as Tim Gunn would say, it's a lot of look. It was a lot of look. And also, yeah, it's fine to wear a t-shirt and jeans, but she's the type of girl that makes it a personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> I've been these past two weeks. I don't know what's gotten into me. <laughs> I mean, gosh, this week is just bringing it out. It's cutthroat in the industry. It truly is. I have no time to be soft padding anything for anyone. Next. But then Hannah... Um, all in all, the dress was hideous. True. Although, you know what? I will say this, and you can crucify me if you want. I like the fabric. <gasps> I like the pink metallic. Sue me from Paw <laughs> I might, but if something in that dress, whatever, I could go on for way too long about this fabric. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. We can circle back through text. Um, <laughs> so, blue, 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 blue. They have dinner in an airplane hangar. She, he pretty much is like, you know, I really appreciate. Oh, on their drive to dinner, he's like very quiet because he knows he's going to break up with her. And she's like, is something wrong? And he was like, what? 
because he's like not paying attention to her and she's like is something wrong it's so awkward and he's like no not at all and she's like oh like you're just quiet and I oh yeah like I forgot like, about that that's such a like relationship talk when I you know your relationship's over <laughs> I know that made me like hurt for her because I knew it was coming and I feel like I've been there before where you just get, I, you just you just get the feeling and it's like whether you ask about it or not you just you just know I think she knew it, and I think that's why she handled herself so well yeah also I just feel like it's always in a car mine was yeah <laughs> three years ago driving in the desert between California and Arizona and I knew baby I knew oh god <laughs> Also, I was also at that point. <laughs> Good times, road trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just always feel like it happens in a car. It does. I feel like a lot of, like, pivotal relationship moments happen in cars. <laughs> yeah. Like, en route to somewhere. Which is maybe why I haven't had any pivotal relationship moments since I've lived here, because no one has a car. <laughs> Oh my god, so true. But like Ubers. That's true. I was just like also like no one wants to, <laughs> no like one wants to be that no one wants to be that person having a pivotal relationship moment in a car with a driver. And <laughs> like, a Toyota Prius. <laughs> yeah, no one needs that Uber <laughs> driver to be a part of their pivotal relationship moment. I've got a four point eight rating to maintain here. Yeah, I'm I'm building my rating back up because I had like a three month bad period of like the worst drivers. Oh God! I don't need anybody to sacrifice that for me. <laughs> no drama in my Ubers. Uber rating over men. Five stars only. Five star relationships only. Five star men only. Um, <laughs> be an Uber driver and get, keep giving me rides and giving me five stars, and maybe we can talk. Call Lyft if you're about to dump your boyfriend <laughs> in the car. <laughs> change, change, call, break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored to call Lyft to break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> that was a stretch. <laughs> I'll send you the lyrics tonight. Um, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll, please. I'll, I can. Make things out of thin air. Um, and so then he's pretty much just like, look, I like appreciate it so much that you told me that you're falling in love with me, which, ouch. Um, yeah. <laughs> someone that tells you they appreciate that they <laughs> that you're falling in love with them, just get your things and go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he's pretty much just like, but I don't think I'm ready for us to be a thing. And, you know, she's kind of, she's holding herself together really well. I will say that she's, like, saying words that that don't go together because she's obviously very overwhelmed and flustered. Listen, I hate this girl, but I will say she handled herself pretty well under the circumstances. And, like, I don't discredit her for, like, not having words that made sense because it's, like, I'm sure her brain was firing off, like, a thousand messages a minute. Exactly. I mean, that happens to me on the daily. But yeah, to her credit for getting straight up dumped on national TV, considering how much that we've hated her and talked smack and made fun of her during this whole process, she left on a high note. Yes. 
Agreed. Um, and she's like, you know what? I'm glad that you're telling me this now because I don't want you to meet my family if, like, you're not going to choose me because I, like, don't deserve that. And I was like, good for you for saying that. That takes a mm-hmm. lot of gold to say that. Like, I don't deserve that. Yeah. So I was, like, actually kind of like, okay. Wait, it wasn't this one he goes, or was this later? I don't remember. Oh, no, I'm there. I'm getting there. Okay. Okay. And then um, he tells her, like, you're going to make, maybe this is what you're talking about. But he it tells was. her, like, you're going to make someone very happy one day. And I just want to say, if you're ever breaking up with someone, do not say that. Yeah, that I hurts. Just, I just truly think that's, like, such a cruel thing to say. And even if it comes with good intentions, it's never the thing to say, like, in a breakup. Like, you're going to make someone else very happy. Because all you're saying to them is, like, and it's not me. And yeah, it's like, all you're saying is that, like, basically, like, I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, at that moment, they don't want to hear about the possibility of them being with someone else. Yeah, it's a really, like, painful... I, I get it, you're right, like you said, it's good intentions, but, like, at the time, that's a very painful thing to hear. Well, because it's, it's basically, because you're basically, like, shoving a knife down their throat that's like, by the way, you're going to have to do this all over again with someone new. Yeah, it's kind of like making everything seem real. Yeah, 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 very much. It's never, never the right thing to say in a breakup. Do not say it in a breakup, ever. I guarantee Cle- you clearly we've both had some. Clearly we've both had people say that to us in the past. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, it just hurts. It's like, it like knocks the air out of you. Yeah, truly. So don't, you guys, please take this advice. If you take no other advice, never say that to someone in a breakup. And guess what? If they do end up making someone happy someday, that's their own journey. (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't be a part of that. You shouldn't even put that on the table. Well, it reminds me of that movie. You know that movie, um... What the... He's just not that into you. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, so lame but I love it and you know how they flip they flip to like random scenes of like people doing like camera cutaways and that one woman's like or they're like oh you're gonna make someone so happy one day and she's just like well that could have been you I could have made you happy (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just a really crappy thing to say and then she's like get yourself some ribs and some ice cream because you've been dumped (laughs) oh my god and when he when she's like I told you to throw out these shorts I know I love that movie I feel like it was just on something the other day and I watched it because it's that movie that's always on TV or whatever and anytime it's on I have to like get involved yeah that's my favorite scene in that movie it's so emotional I know I used to like really stand Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck in real life but like wow no Jen deserves so much better I was going to say yikes than DJ Argo. Here we are back to Ben Affleck. DJ Argo. Oh my god. We've come full circle. (laughs) I can't wait to see her on the Women Till All. Oh, same. And you know what? To bring it back to Hannah, I'm excited to see her on Women Tell All too. I think she'll I think she'll have some time to think about what she's gonna say and form a really nice sentence for us. (sighs) Sure. (laughs) Um (laughs) she annoys the hell out of me, but I'm okay with her. 
that makes one of us. Um, and so then he asks if he can walk her out, and she says, yeah. But so- but we didn't finish our thought about when he says you're going to make someone really happy one day. Or did we? I don't know if we said this. But oh. she said, I know. Oh, she did? I don't even think I heard that. Listen, I was yeah. on the bus. Yeah, she was like, I know. Good for her. I know. So she, I'm telling you, she she redeemed herself. Not completely, but slightly here for me. Yeah, she's like in the negative still, but not as bad. Um, <laughs> Tough <then> bitch. She, <laughs> listen, I do not like her. Um, and then he like asks, like, can I walk you out? And she says, yeah. And they hug goodbye. And she tells him pretty much just to be like weary of people's intentions. And I'm like, God, what is all, like with all these like eerie like goodbyes all the girls you see have yeah like (laughs) all the goodbyes are so like we'll be weary (laughs) (laughs) these are like witches or some shit yeah um and so then he's like great another one (laughs) (laughs) i know and so then the next day there's a group date and it's Hannah G, Cassie, Heather, and Kerfa. And they like this date actually seemed really fun if the girls weren't there and causing a scene. They take like I thought the same time. thing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I could like smell the train. I feel like it smelled like Big Thunder Railroad at Disneyland. You know what I mean? I know. That looks so cool. Cause I was like, I was like, oh, they get to be out in nature, but they don't have to do any of the like cringy like digging for bugs shit that they have have to do this whole season yeah so they they like go up to these the mountains and there's like this old railroad train that you can like ride and it seems so cool and they go to this like little pit stop and like part of it like goes over water i don't know the whole thing yeah like, oh, so cool. it looks like a giant disneyland ride like yeah. the whole mountain <laughs> yeah like Big Thunder Railroad in real life. Um, and so then they pull over to the stop that has like these cute couches and like old lanterns and stuff. And Heather immediately is like, Colton, can I talk to you? Heather has nev- the never been kissed 22 year old, but now she has been kissed 23 year old. Um, <laughs> and growth, <laughs> character development. <laughs> And so then, yeah, they, like, go talk, and she tells him, like, you know what, like, I'm not 100% sure about you, and, like, I don't want you to meet my family if I'm, like, not 100% sure, and, like, I don't think it's, like, worth your time to meet my family if I'm not 100% sure, so I'm Mm -hmm. just gonna, like, dip now. Which ties back into the trend of girls dumping him, but, like we said, it's kind of, like, a respect thing. Yeah. From her, at least, I think it was. Oh, from all of them, so far. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. far. Oh, I truly, that's not even a what spoiler. What does that I mean? Oh, really, okay. I just really was just saying, like, so far, these women. Yeah, I'll um, probably get dumped a few more times before the end of this at this rate. <laughs> um, And so then she's like, okay, later days. And she... <laughs> <laughs> she gets on the... Train and by you guys, when I say train, I mean like literally one passenger cart. 
like she, straight like, up like choo choo train. Yeah, like very small. She's <laughs> <laughs> on the train by herself. She's the only passenger. And they had to like drive her back down the mountain. I was like, could she have not just stayed for the rest of the date? <laughs> or like before they got on the train, she couldn't have done this. <laughs> yeah. She literally like, took a train to like the middle of nowhere at the top of a mountain and dumped him and then had to go back down. And then it's like, so then she's like standing on the back of the train, which I was like, why? <laughs> I know. And, that looks scary. Yeah. And you just see her like fading into the distance. Colton actually seemed pretty upset. Like he didn't want to let her go. Like when they were like, she, like, walked on the train. He was, like, gripping under her hand. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And then he, like, waited until he couldn't see the train anymore before he, like, went back to the girls. But I was just like, this seems, like, really pointless to drive this train all the way down this mountain for one passenger. And then you had to drive it back up because you have to pick them up later. So I was like, could he not just, like, let her stay for the rest of the day? Like, okay, Heather's out. Cool. Heather, go by the campfire. I'm going to deal with the rest of these girls. We can or, like, all Heather, go her. hang out in the production tent. Like, you don't even have to be on camera. Yeah. It was just so weird. Not very environmentally friendly. That's what I was thinking. Because this is, like, a coal train. I know. Um, but maybe... Coal train. Do you think that's why they did it? Coal train. Coal train. Colton. Coal train. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that there's a good possibility that maybe she did. And that's why, like, we saw, like, she just walked on the train, but then that's why she was, like, in the back. Yeah, yeah. They did wait, and they just wanted to do, like, video, whatever. Yeah, I bet the train probably drove, like, two feet down the road, and then she just got off and hung out there. Yeah. This is the most important part of the episode. <laughs> How <laughs> was the train operating? <laughs> it's annoying. Um... Listen, I just want to give you guys some background about the tangents that we can go on. One time we were watching Pearl Harbor in college at like <laughs> 11 a.m. when we were drinking. Oh, because it was like finals week. 11 a.m.? Uh, it was early. There was like sunlight. And I remember because I had a final later that day and I went and I was drunk. <laughs> you were drinking? Yeah. I don't know why guys, I sound so surprised, you, but yeah, if it was finals week, then I'm sure. Because you guys, I think, had just finished your finals for the day, and I still had one at, like, 5 p.m., and when, like, when I got there, I was drunk. Oh, I kind of remember. We were probably drinking, like, strawberries. <laughs> oh, probably. Um, we paused. <laughs> now I'm going off on a tangent about us going on tangents, but we paused <laughs> the movie to figure out the time zone difference between... Japan and the United States to figure out exactly what time Japan had a bomb Pearl Harbor. <laughs> well, because December 7th is the day. Yes. But in Japan, they show the like captain, the J- Japanese captain ripping, whatever, I'm really not going to go that far into this. They show the Japanese captain ripping the calendar for it to be the 7th and he's just like, yes, this is when we attack. But it wouldn't have been December 7th in Japan. Anyway. It would. It was December 6th because they bombed Pearl Harbor at like 7 a.m. So they had to have left December 6th nighttime in Japan in order to get to, or like mid-afternoon. Because they also had to stop to refuel or whatever. 
Anyways, we looked into the whole logistics and we figured out the truth. But I'm just saying, we were just three drunk bitches in college trying to watch Pearl Harbor with Josh Hartnett and DJ Argo. <laughs> and <laughs> we ended up going down this rabbit hole of like time graphs and like time zones and like maps. We're all like on our computers. Yeah, if only if only we worked this hard on our finals. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> maybe I we wouldn't have been finals. drinking at eleven a.m. Trash. <laughs> um, I still gotta be on it though. <laughs> I remember because I was very surprised. Because um, I didn't realize I was drunk until I sat down to take my final, and I looked at the paper, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" These words are moving. Yeah. Yikes. Um. So yeah, she goes home. She on the train. (laughs) So then, everyone hates this podcast. And so then, so stupid. (laughs) And so then, Colton goes and talks to Cassie on by like by themselves, and he confronts her. He's like, "Listen." Tasha told me all this shit about you and Kaylin. You want to be the bachelorette. You're not ready to get married. And she denies everything. And she's just like, she gets like really upset because she's just like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I can't even be like, oh, she's basing it off of this because like, this is all made up. And like, I don't know where it's coming from. And like, I don't have any issues with her or like anyone in the house. So I don't get like why she's doing this. And he, he believed her because I mean, he's fucking in love with her. Mhm. Mhm. And so he believes her, but she's like still like shooken up. And so then um Colton talks to Kerpa and Kerpa uh, Kerpa tells Colton There's a reason why he believes. I'll just say this. There's a reason why he believes Kaylin and Cassie. It's because he loves them and everyone knows that they're the front runners and have been the front runners forever so why these other girls are trying to make their move now to like take that over it's really not doing them any favors it's really transparent yeah exactly um and so then kerpa tells colton that she doesn't trust kaylin and cassie first of all she's like i'm only going to talk about it if he asks me because i'm here to talk about myself they sit down and she's pretty much like so anyways (laughs) Like, I yeah. it opens up right away, and I was like, what happened to just talking about yourself, you dumb bitch? And so then she's like, tells Colton she doesn't trust Cassie and Kaylin. She said it's just her observation, but she keeps, like, referring to it as, like, rumors. And then, and, like, as if, like, there there's actually been things that were said and not just, like, her feelings. And then um, she said the thing about how when Katie left in Thailand how they were the only two to get defensive and she thinks it's really weird that they got defensive which is like I don't so they react to things differently than you okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I would get defensive too if someone's literally just spreading falsehoods like what are you supposed to do just be like all right whatever like no not not only spreading falsehoods to the person who you want to like marry but spreading these rumors on like let's say at national tv i know that that's kind of like an unwritten thing on this show but yeah it is true but don't think about it like that 
Yeah, and it's like maybe they got defensive because they're the actually the only ones here that have a chance and see a future with Colton, and you guys didn't get defensive because you know you're not going to win, so you're like, well, what's the point of getting all worked up about it? Exactly. Checkmate, Kerpa. I was rooting for you. We are all rooting for you. <laughs> when my mom yells at me like this, it's because she loves me. <laughs> I'm imagining orange hair flying everywhere. <laughs> But, yeah, it's so true. I really was a big fan of Kerpa. And I I don't know. I'd still give her a chance if and when she comes on to Paradise. I think she just kind of played this whole situation wrong. But I think it's getting to the point where, like, emotions are high and, like, the pressure's on. And I think she kind of just, like, cracked. Yeah, and I think she felt the, the pressure to, like, choose a side so that she could be, like, in with the girls. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm willing to give her another chance after this show. We'll see how she acts on Women Tell All. Listen, here's the thing. I'm all for people being backstabbing bitches on Paradise. There's no rules on Paradise. You can pull all the shit you want on Paradise and I will still root for you. But don't do it on The Bachelor. Well, yeah, and don't do it in this in this way. If you're going to do it on The Bachelor, do it like in the first few weeks, you know, do your thing. That's what the first few weeks are for. But at this point, grow up. You're far enough along that, like, this type of, like, petty drama shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Which, poor Colton guy can't catch a break. He's had this petty drama his whole season. Well, that's because they cast 22-year-olds. I mean, 100% true. Um, and so then he's like, okay, thank you so much for telling me this. And she's like, you know, I just like, we're going to be really open and honest with you. And we can keep this like communication open. And I think there's like a future between us. And he's just like, okay. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I was yawning. That was so rude. Yeah, I'm hanging up. (laughs) Um, and so then Kerpa like goes back and tells Hannah G. She's like, I tell them everything, blah, 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 blah. Like, I was, like, disappointed in Hannah G. She wasn't really saying anything, but it's like, here's the thing I hate. And this is maybe something that just comes with age, but I feel like not always. If someone is talking bad about someone else to me, even if I'm, like, not even close to that person and I don't agree, I will flat out be like, I don't agree. I hate um, just, like, not yeah. alone. Because it's like, you then incriminate yourself. If you're not saying I'm not a part of this and you're mm-hmm. nodding along, like, you're in on it. Yeah, even if you say, like, even if you don't say that you don't agree, to just be like, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, you could yeah. literally just, like, remove yourself from the conversation, no matter how you feel. Like, whether you agree or not, you can just say, I don't want to be a part of this. Exactly. And I just think that's, like, something that people don't really do because they're just, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a confrontational person, but, like, I don't care if, like, I barely know you. If I'm not agreeing with the shit someone's talking about you, then I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, really? Oh, really? No, I'm going to be like, no. Like, like you said, I'm, I don't want to be a part of this. And so yeah. I'm, like, a little disappointed in Hannah G this week, baby face, as you guys know her, because it's like, okay, like, you're not really insinuating anything, but you're also not stopping anything. I mean, are you disappointed in her? Like, do you expect that much better from her? I don't, I just, I don't, I don't know really, I would say I don't expect anything from her. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard her say more than, like, two sentences at once. Yeah. 
but I guess I was just kind of like annoyed because I was like, why are you listening to all this? Like, I don't know. Because she's 23. And that's what you do when you're 23. No one likes you when you're 23. Um, and so then, blue, 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 Cassie confronts Kerpa and, uh, you guys. So this Cassie, was like a pretty this was a pretty straight up bitch fight I will say yeah and Cassie confronts Kerpa and she's like why are you like going around talking to Colton about me and like spreading these lies and Kerpa's like they're not lies that's what that's what Katie said well that's what Katie said that's what Katie said to Tasia and Tasia told me like Colton I'm said hurry. he trusts Katie Colton said he trusts Katie Colton said he trusts Katie Colton said like oh my god we and get she's it like, that's, what, that's how Katie felt well, that's how Katie felt. And I'm like, you, oh my God, you dumb bitch. Like, you cannot go around making these assumptions based on someone else's opinion and then stating them as facts. This Katie chick is probably like, I would like to be excluded from this narrative. <laughs> Seriously. Because she's like, I never said anything about Cassie and Kaylin. I just said, make sure you choose the right person. Yeah, geez, poor girl. I wonder what she's going to have to say in Women Tell All. Yeah. So clearly it was like Katie told Colton, you know, be sure that you're securing your decision. And then Tasia was, feel- this, is how- this is how I'm saying I think it went down. And then Tasia heard that and she felt really threatened because it's probably about her because she can't be trusted and she has a secret boyfriend back home. Mm-hmm. And so she probably felt very defensive and she feels very threatened because she knows she's top three along with Cassie and Kaylin. And so she goes around the house telling Kerpa, the only girl who will listen because she wants to be in with a girl, not like a lesbian, but you know what I mean, like a beta friend. Mm -hmm. And she's probably like telling all these lies or like spreading all these things. And then Kerpa just starts to believe it as fact because Tasha's just dating it as fact when all of this is just made up based on something someone said about no one. (laughs) <laughs> and now it's just like I just can't believe that like it trickled down to finally when like confronted that it just trickled down to well that's how Katie felt I'm sorry Katie went home last week so and she didn't name names no so she you didn't made the story up go yeah. find her job at the Daily Mail because you do great <laughs> and Cassie starts crying at some point and Kerp oh like God, yeah. and Kerp was like I mean when people cry that's just like an admission of like guilt or some shit like that and it's like yeah. that's absolutely not true have you ever heard of anger tears yeah like I'm sorry you're so dead inside Kerpa but like and like Cassie's scared she doesn't want to lose Colton Colton clearly means a lot to her and that's why she's crying and it's like yeah, that's how someone in the situation who feels strongly about him should be reacting. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, Kerpa was like, if you feel, if you get flustered, defensive, or you like cry, then you're, you're guilty. And it's like you need a therapist. <laughs> yeah, maybe in this, maybe if someone's being like questioned for murder, if they get flustered, that's like an admission. You know, it makes them look guilty. But like this, this is that's not the same thing as this. Listen, if I got questioned for murder out of nowhere, I'd be very flustered. 
Yeah, exactly. So I could see why Carpo would say that in like that situation, but these are two very different things. <laughs> yeah. I just like couldn't believe her. I was like, so you're saying that based on someone else's opinion then that was based on another person's opinion and then that person shared their opinion about the other person's opinion with you, you're now stating these facts. Like mm. I just could I like I just could not believe that. Like that she finally admitted like this is all based on how Katie was feeling. I know. Honestly, at this point, I almost, like, even lost track of where this came from because it's so convoluted and not a real argument at this point that I can't keep up. Yeah, and then Cassie was telling her, like, that's a lie. And she's like, it's not a lie. And she's like, it is a lie. If you weren't there, if it's not your opinion, then it's a lie. Like, if it's not an actual thing that happened and you're not even involved, it's a lie. And she was like, it's not a lie. And then she was like, this is so stupid. And she was like, it's actually not stupid because Colton's heart's on the line. And Cassie was like, yeah, so why are you trying to break it by making up lies? And, like, Kerber just, like, truly thought she was in the right. Yeah. I I was shocked. Me too. I was shocked, bamboozled, (laughs) hoodwinked, and led astray. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so then Colton's like, I was going to give out the two remaining roses here, but since it's, like, high tension, I still want some time to continue these discussions. So, like, let's take this train that's now back up from dropping Heather off <laughs> and let's take it back down the mountain, and it might run out of coal because we had to make an extra stop for Heather. No, nah, Heather's then... driving the train now. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be fun, though. <laughs> um. I just quit my job and I'm just like, it's Colorado Mountains driving a train. <laughs> choo choo. Um, and so then, yeah, they like go to dinner. I don't know where they were. Where were they? Because I don't get like in perspective of like where. They must have been like back in the like hotel. hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, at the hotel, what country are they in, by the way? Are they? Oh, they're Denver. Okay, sorry. Country? Um, yeah, you talk, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot happening. And so then, um, so, yeah, they're, like, at their hotel, I guess, and there's, like, a weird mansion thing on the same property. And so they're having dinner there. This is important because it comes up later. And so then they're having dinner there, and Colton immediately is, like, baby face, Hannah, can I talk to you outside? <laughs> And so then like, he like brings her outside. He comes in, grabs a rose, and sends her away because he's like, "Listen, I already know you're gonna get a rose. You don't need to sit here with this awkward drama. Just go back to the hotel room." And she's like, "Cool, got it." And so then the remaining two girls, there's one rose left, and the remaining two girls are um, Cassie and Kerpa, and they're all at the dinner table. Like no one's really talking. It's very awkward. Meanwhile, back at the hotel room, Babyface Hannah walks in. And tells um, Tasia and Kaylin about, like, all the drama. And Kaylin's like, I can't stand by. This is how a true friend acts. This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, do your part. Like, own up to your friendship. And she's like, I can't stand by and, like, watch and, like, risk Cassie going home based on, like, lies. Like, that's just ridiculous to me. Um, and so she, like, storms over to the little mansion on the property, 
which is why I was like, where were they that they're so close to the hotel room? Yeah, because Kaylin just shows up. Yeah, it's like a full mansion. I don't know. It's not important, and I could go on, but I won't. Um, and so she like storms over there. She like walks in. She like storms upstairs, and it was like Colton, and he's like, what? What? Like, why are you here? And she's like, <laughs> I need to talk to you. And so she like brings him outside, and it's like, listen, like. I would love it for me and you to be at the end. And so it's like, obviously, like, I would love for all the other girls to go home. But, like, I can't stand by and, like, watch you possibly send Kathy home just based on, like, lies that people are saying about her. Like, none of this stuff is true. And I just want you to, like, know that before you, like, make any decisions. Because as much as I want it to be me and you, it's just, like, not fair. And I can't just, like, stand by and watch all of this go down. Which I was like... Okay, Kaylin, you are like the best person. Um, I think that he, I think that he would have made this ultimate decision anyway, with or without Kaylin. Yeah, I, I do think. I wouldn't be surprised if Kaylin has this plan for Cassie to win and her to be, and for Kaylin to be the next Bachelor. At like, I wouldn't be surprised if that thought process isn't like going through Caitlin's head right now and honestly I'm not mad at it right because it's like well you know you know yeah so I wouldn't be surprised if all this kind of has a somewhat like alternate motive but I still think it was just like such a like a powerful thing to do yeah and it was kind of and it was like also she's like Kaylin was getting lumped into this conversation too. So, like, if he sends Cassie home because of this, who's to say that he's not going to send Kaylin home because of this the next week? Like, she already had her rose. But all these rumors were about Cassie and Kaylin lumped together. So, if he believed that about Cassie, he's likely to believe it about Kaylin too. Yes. And so then he um, goes back downstairs and ultimately he gives um, Cassie the rose. And Little snitch Kerpa goes home. Yeah. And so then, um, next week is hometown, y'all. Not fence jump. Hometown Not fence this week, but we'll get to see the hometown. Just to remind you guys of Babyface Hannah, Kaylin. So Hannah's from Hannah's from Alabama. They are both both Hannahs were from Alabama, but this is Babyface Hannah. So she's from Alabama. Kaylin's from North Carolina. Kathy's from, like, L.A.? Oh, I don't know. I think so. Definitely, like, Southern California. Yeah, Southern California. And then where's Tasia from? I have no idea. I feel like she could be, like, Dallas. Or is she also from Southern California? I don't know. A lot of them were from Southern California in the beginning. And the rest of them were from Alabama, and then the rest were from like Texas. So they didn't have the budget; they had to stay local. Um, and so, who cares where Tasia's from? Um, so yeah, we'll be seeing all their families next week. Hometowns, one of the best episodes in the season, and God willing, I hope it's less dramatic and more fun. Ugh, it's gonna be a doozy. I always love judging people's families. Whose dad was, like, giving them a hard time? Was it Kaylin? I don't know. I think Cassie has a hot dad. Oh, okay. 
there was a good looking older man in the previews and I think it was Cassie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Daddy alert. <laughs> that's the that's title for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin it. Daddy alert. Um, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's it for the episode, y'all. Megan, any final... Yeah, that's it. It's only been like a billion hours. Okay, bitch. Any no, final... I mean, I feel, by what I meant was I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Well, the, everyone had to act a damn full this week in and outside of The Bachelor. I know. We went from Kardashians to Bachelor to Pearl Harbor to... Oh, I don't know. It was a lot. <laughs> we really covered it all. Rocky. He's staring at me like he wants something. Rocky Mountains. <laughs> oh! Um, okay. oh my you God. and Rocky... Well, you and Rocky. We should, we should move to Colorado and start our own train service in the mountains and call it Rocky Railway, Rocky Railroad, Rocky... Rocky, Rocky Road. Railroad. Yeah. Rocky Road Railway. Yeah. And then he can be our mascot and we would put a little train conductor hat on him and he'd be painted on the side of all the trains. And all passengers get a free scoop of Rocky Road. <laughs> And then during the train ride, he just runs up and down the aisles and barks at everyone. <laughs> and then you show him your ticket. <laughs> and then he stamps it for you. But like with his paw. <laughs> it's a paw print. <laughs> oh, I love that this started out with just me and Rocky. <laughs> you and Rocky. I <laughs> well, I don't want to go. I don't want to go run a railway. That would be me and Rocky's summer job. <laughs> no, he loves the summer here. <laughs> he's literally staring at me like he's trying to tell me yes. <laughs> he's like, let me go, Mom. Time to turn this flip. I go where the work takes me. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, then I will see you guys. Yeah, wow, on that note. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you guys on Sunday, unfortunately. It's going to be an emotional episode. I'm already drained from it. I can't uh, wait. I can't even imagine what even what's even going to happen between now and Sunday. I, I'm not ready. Um, I'll probably be drunk, to be honest. <laughs> uh, Bring out the strawberries. Ooh, maybe, yum. Um... Listen, you can talk shit at all you want about Stavaritas, but everyone knows in their heart that they're good and they get you drunk fast. No. Um, and then next week for this, we will be recording on and releasing the episode on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, because Wednesday I will be in New Orleans celebrating Mardi Gras. So I will be unavailable and unreachable and trashed. Um, which is last year when I went for Mardi Gras, I went earlier in the season and that's where I found out Kylie Jenner had her baby. So who the <laughs> fuck knows what's going to happen this time? What? Good God. Maybe Jordan will be pregnant by Tristan. Ugh! Oh my God. If that's the case, I will truly just end this podcast and go <laughs> move to the Rocky Mountains. I can't handle it. With Rocky. With Rocky. And then, in the meantime, make sure that you follow us on Instagram. It's Pop Culture Swine Podcast on there. You can also follow me on my personal Instagram, which is actually where I post more stuff. I post weekly polls about pop culture that are always very fun and hot topics. 
Um, it's mm-hmm. Morg with four R's and two G's. Which Megan, I see, often looks at the polls and doesn't vote, and, and I'm about to fire her or give her a write-up. That's literally not true. You didn't vote. Earlier. What, is t- what is today's? Today is about Jordan, and then you didn't vote in the one earlier that was about, earlier this week that was about Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, because I didn't know what happened yet. I couldn't make a decision on that until I listened to your podcast. And yeah. I listened to it, and I agree with you. I'm team Jen. Call the cops on him? That was the option. Yeah, but, you know, somewhere in between call the cops and I'm all for it. Because I'm all about, like, a healthy, friendly relationship. Friendly, like, platonic friendly. Yeah. He's trash. Call the cops. Um... And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. And then we will see you guys next Tuesday for Hometown. Yay! Okay, bye, Meg. Bye.